Chopper State Beer Festival, second annual. How excited are we? Uh, second annual, no, you're right, Greg. Uh, our first swan, um, obviously, we reached out to you and we yeah. got you involved with the event, which was amazing. Um, I know it was an ideal situation for the first year, but you know, we'll, we'll fine tune that for our following year. But we're super excited for, for our second annual. We're going to have more alcohol vendors, more specifically, more breweries at the event. Um, our goal was to hit 120 alcohol vendors, and I think. I think we'll hit that mark, uh, more specifically with 90 breweries represented at the event. Yeah. Um, I believe we're close to 70, and I think we'll hit that 90 mark uh, by event day. Damn. You know, you know, I was I was more than elated for you to actually reach out to me to be involved in it. So happy to be involved. I know you, you and I have talked, and you expressed to me, like, oh, I could have done this, I could have done that. Me too, though. Me too. <laughs> I, I could have done something better as far yeah. as like my audio, because I'm a, like an audiophile, mm -hmm. and like I was cringing like when I was re-listening to it, but I had to put it out. Yeah, and, of course. And, and we had some great conversations. I had Jessica from Growth Pine Out. Mm -hmm. I had uh, the Blind Brew guy. Yeah. And I had uh, Matt from. Uh, I mean, uh, Will? Will from uh, from Matt Astra. Yeah. So. I had to put those out because we had we had some good combos. Yeah. And uh, so I had a great time. I I'm, I already took a couple steps. This year my recording is going to be better. Mm -hmm. I have a feeling you and Long are going to snog it out of the park this year. It's, it's going to be epic, and people are going to talk about it. People were already talking about it in the valley to begin with. Don't don't get me wrong. Like I I, I heard feedback like almost immediately from that. Yeah. About the Copper State Beer Fest. Long, like for you, like I've talked to Joe, but this is my first time I've really talked to you about it. Going into the first event, like what, what did you expect? What were your expectations? What, what did you see after the event that meant maybe you could have done better? First, we wanted to, we've been to a lot of events in Arizona, and yeah. we just really wanted to put together an event that incorporated all the craft beverage. Uh, categories we have in this great state and yeah. uh, so we have great beer in this state, we have great wine, distilleries are popping up left and right, our food scene is fantastic um, oh, epic. and the month of January is just great weather so it's perfect timing for a, for a festival like Copper State Beer Fest. And as far as expectation goes, we've I think we've actually exceeded our expectations. It's really about bringing the community together, and we certainly did that this year. With Joe's been working as as can we actually curse on this podcast or no? Yes. Oh yeah. We, we, <laughs> Joe's been working his ass off, we, we putting, got the e curating this this lit, list of our vendors, and it's fantastic. Um, we are going to have more vendors than ever, and I, I do think if anyone who's attended last year that's going to attend this year 2.0. They're not gonna feel like, man, I wasted money uh, going back to Copper State Beer Fest. I think they'll be elated to come back to, like, for year two. Um, and we're very, very excited. All right, so for year, between year one and year two, what, question for both of you. What did you learn and what's the one thing that you think is gonna be a little bit different than last year? Honestly, we, for the first, not to make it sound like it's easy, but working with Joe has been made it made my job a lot easier. But our first year, it went pretty seamless and effortless on, on our part. Not saying they didn't put a lot of time and 
in the day because Joe worked, then both her and I weren't burned the midnight oil, but we put off a fantastic event. Um, and, and we already have these built in relationships for year two, so we can piggyback off of that. But volunteers last year came through for us. I think we'll have more volunteers this year for 2.0, uh, more vendors. And I, I, I do think on that front, we already have a system and process in place. So we yeah. just need to add a few more, try to make use of the space that we have. There was some spaces that we probably could have filled in more vendors, but now, but now we know, right, off the, off of, of the first year. Um, the food scene. I, I was proud. I was very proud last year that I curated this food vendor list. But we're gonna have amazing food vendors this year. It sounds like last year pizza was a big hit. Oh yeah, that line was the longest. Yeah. And we wanted to have now at least two beer uh, pizza vendors to to dish out those pizzas because we we really care about wait time. Like people are spending yeah. money to come to this event. We don't want them to wait to while they before they get into the event. We don't want them to wait while they're ordering food. Um, so this year with the amount of food vendors that we have. It's gonna that those lines are gonna be a lot less, and that wait time is gonna be a lot less. And you so. know, coming as a a, a beer festival uh, patron, sometimes you 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 want a little like a little distance or like a little time between beers because <laughs> I've left beer festivals early because I just drank my limit, like my own personal limit, too quickly. Maybe I could have waited a couple minutes in line for. Uh, uh, food vendor or something, you know, so it might not be too bad to have a, but yeah, you're, you're right, the, the pizza line was enormous the first time, like, <laughs> but Joe, what about you, like, between uh, first and second? Yeah, no, I, I kind of want to piggyback off uh, what Long said, uh, I think our biggest issue, if you will, with... No, coming from an NBA background, not your weakness, but your opportunities. Yeah, yeah. Um, so one thing we do anticipate, you know, last year we had 3,000 3,000 attendees. Uh, this year we're anticipating selling out at 5,000, um, which would be incredible if we reach that feat. Um, if we had wait times last year, when it, more so when it comes to the food vendors, uh, one, we're increasing the number of food vendors for, okay. for this year's event. Um, it's still going to be diverse. We, you, know, you can't have five burger vendors, five pizza vendors, you know. We, we have a mix and we had a wide array of food vendors last year. We're going to continue that this year, but just to increase the number of food vendors to minimize those wait times. Um, our, our number one goal is vendor experience as well as uh, participant attendee experience, right? And wait times is a huge issue when it comes to any event. Whether yeah. that's long kind of touched on this, getting into the festival, waiting for a beer. I don't think there if you're a really popular brewery at the event last year, you had a line. Yeah. Uh, or in uh, one thing that we saw as well, if you have a brand intent, uh, more attendees are more likely to patronize a brand intent of a brewery they know or a brewery that they haven't been to uh, just because the branding is there. And that's yeah. one thing we're pushing uh, for all of our suppliers, our breweries, wineries, facilities is to have a brand intent. Uh, it's not a requirement, but um, we want their branding out there. We want people to know 
when, before they get in line, what they're drinking, right? Um, yeah. And, uh, but like most of the vendors already have Baron Bennett tents anyway. Exactly. Most of them anyway. Exactly. Very, yeah. very, very few, you know. Um, but yeah. like my, like my, my tent is, but I'll have one this year though. <laughs> yeah. I'll have one this year. I think, like, that's one of the things like I wanted to improve, like my branding yeah. and also the noise. So like, I already invested in the battery, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. No generator this year, and you know, ultimately that falls on us. But yeah. No, that's 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 me. That's me not being prepared. Like, I didn't know. I didn't yeah. know. Now yeah. I know. Now I know. But no, no. This year, like I said, it's on the up and up for everyone at the festival for sure. Yeah. What a. Um, I've heard a lot from the beer industry as far as all the the the, the patrons that, that went there. I didn't hear a lot from the the beer vendors. Like, what did you hear from the beer vendors or the food vendors too? Like, the, their experience with your festival compared to like maybe other festivals. Did you hear any feedback, or were they pretty mum? So we're really big on feedback, yeah. And I we sent out a survey, right? Okay, uh, good. Within like 24 hours, survey was sent out to our vendors. Um, food vendors had a great time. In fact, I, I think with the amount of people that showed up, we probably could have used two more food vendors to help out with the wait times for the participants standpoint. Right, yeah. um, but majority of our food vendors sold out of food by four o'clock, which is fantastic. That's good. And yeah. most of our food vendors will be coming back. They're excited to say they've already know that how successful they've had it um the beer vendor side it was a good time because they had not only they had other beer patrons right next door to them they also had the wine folks the distillery folks so yeah. it, overall there's, there's a vibe that was going on at copper state beer fest that felt different and it was a good different um yeah. and I, I i think i think generally people had a good time we had great remarks and for the most part i've always asked like what's the likelihood of you coming back and the majority of our beer vendors said yes we we will be back yeah. Do you, do you feel the same way, Joe? Um, yeah, I definitely agree. Long, Posty <clears throat> Dan was the one who dropped up our surveys for us. Uh, and one, one thing I will say about the festival, and, and this is 100% um, attributed to our staff, our vendors, our attendees on all levels. For me, there was a certain vibe at the festival. Uh, one person even uh, uh, described it as capturing lightning in a bottle. I think, I think people at last year's festival were very just uh, with the height of COVID and you know the political climate at that time. People were getting along with each other. You weren't. There were no fights. There wasn't anything crazy going on. And, and to be completely honest, we didn't have anyone completely, for the most part, completely belligerent. You just saw people. They're out there. It happens at beer festivals. Yeah, we've all seen it. Yeah. And there's people out there, I feel like majority of people were there to truly have a good time. And it wasn't it wasn't there to talk about politics. It wasn't there to talk about all these other things. It was, hey, we're all here for a reason. Let's enjoy ourselves. And, and it created just a vibe for the festival last year. And hopefully that's something that we can duplicate this year, if not even do any be do, do better. Now, have you guys thought of like maybe like incorporating a theme for this year, or is it just more like, hey, let's improve for next year, you know, then and just keep building on that, or maybe eventually like, hey, let's do a theme. Let's 
let's uh, you know expand a little bit, maybe in a different venue. Have you guys thought about that, or is it too soon? As far as venue, we're going to stay at the same place. Yeah. Uh, the city of Mesa's provided us a fantastic venue for. Yeah. Oh, it was. It was a great spot. Yeah. Great spot. Totally uh, parking situation was, was solid. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that we've done differently this year is like, again, you just got to look at it as a attendee standpoint. It's like, okay, well, if I'm going to attend, it's going to be the same vendors again. Like, what else is going to be different? What's their value proposition for us? Because there's so many other beer or wine festivals out there. Yeah. And what Joe's been doing is he's been working with breweries to make an exclusive beer just for our event. And we're very excited uh, to release these beers uh, to the general public. Um, well, for those who actually have a ticket to the Carson Beer Fest, we'll have the opportunity to, 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 to try this beer. Yeah. 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 What about you, Joe? Uh, Pretty much the same thing, right? You guys are, you, it seems like you guys are a similar mind. Like, so, like, me asking one question and I expect you two different answers, it's not going to happen. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I def definitely agree with Long for sure. Uh, to your point, yeah. We also have we, weekly meetings, too. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we, I, we probably talk more than we talk to our partners in life, so. <laughs> so, like, well, like, but what about, like, you guys can't be 100% the same. Like, mm -hmm. have you guys had, like, like, debates, struggles, fights between, like, what you guys are doing? As far as the, the Copper State Beers Festival, yeah, we're we're never. Let's be honest, you know, we're but that's never. Good though. You yeah. really need. You don't need the same. Yeah. Otherwise, it might go the wrong way too far. No, we're you know full transparency. Like with any anyone, we're never 100% on the same page. Uh, I think one thing that is very I'm very fortunate for is I have an event planning background. Long acknowledges that he he presents his ideas. If you see anything on our website that isn't consistent with certain things that we're communicating he calls it out yeah. and he's very uh, detail oriented I'm as well but with him I feel like he even goes beyond me and is like hey is this correct and I'm like and if it, if I everyone makes some mistakes I'm, I go back and like oh, oh yeah yeah, you yeah you're, you're you're actually right man yeah sorry thanks for pointing that out um, but yeah we the thing is we're we've been friends for a long time 10 plus years and we're very comfortable with you know working uh, together, working communication, together right? uh, communication you guys communicate you said once a week yeah. oh every day you know, yeah, every, every day, day. Yeah. Uh, we talk every day multiple, multiple <laughs> times a day you know even weekends vacations doesn't matter uh, but you know and, and I think we're we're able by being just such great friends to call each other out and not necessarily call each other out but just mentioning things that we're not going to hurt each other's feelings it's just Hey, this is something. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is something we need a we need to fix. Hey, we noticed last year we had excessive wait times for food vendors. Let's fix that this year. You know, it's it's we're constantly keeping each other in check to ultimately create a better experience for everyone involved with the event. Right, and you guys just had an event in New Mexico. We did. How was that? How did that? Like you were in Arizona. How did you manage to get an event going in New Mexico? So enchantment is the festival that was held in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and the same feeling that we had. They are very proud of their own craft 
businesses oh, out yeah, there with a great, yeah, great beer, there, yeah. great wine. We get it here. Luckily, we were able great to distilleries. And the same thing. They they used to. I saw him and I both saw an opportunity to put together an event that incorporated all three genres. Yeah. The distillers never had an event in the state of New Mexico ever. So that was fantastic to see that happen. And they were honestly part of the busiest people too. And we love surveys and uh, the people of New Mexico love the fact that there's distillers there. Uh, craft beer was was on point. They were uh, we we worked the New Mexico Brewers Guild out there, and they showed us tremendous support, especially since we're not local to yeah. the people of New Mexico. That's but good. the people of, uh, people of New Mexico had a great time, great time, good vibes. No one how got many, too. How many vendors, beer vendors do you have at, at the festival? Um, I believe 55. Six, wow. or, or, sorry, sorry, not not beer vendors. That was like total alcohol total, vendors. Okay. Yeah, uh, beer vendors. That's so good. That's a good, that's a great. Outlet. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, especially here's the thing. One thing one thing that's a little different from New Mexico is for breweries you can only have breweries and distilleries, you can only have in state. No out of state can oh, attend. Really? Yeah, the, the liquor licensing for New Mexico is yeah, a well, bit yeah, different. State by state, yeah. Yeah, state by state. yeah. But you know, uh, the the city of Albuquerque and State New Mexico is still great to work with. It was it was a pleasure having the event out there. It was it was a little a little chilly towards the end of the event, you know, oh, yeah, and it's yeah. a bit higher elevation, but it was a beautiful day. It was, I think we were in the, what was the long, mid-50s? It was the mid-50s, which is a great beer drinking day, great wine day. Well, and if we were feeling a little chilly, some bourbon would warm me up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're, we're lucky down here. I mean, I, I come to the Bay Area, so it doesn't get too cold. We get, like, maybe, like, out there, like... San Jose, stand up. Yeah. <laughs> Santa Clara. Santa Clara. Yeah. We're basically uh, neighbors. Uh, like, high 30s. Uh, no, no, uh, yeah, about 30s, like, at the lowest, low 30s. Um, here, even even in Arizona, it gets, like, low 30s, but you go up somewhere like Minnesota, yeah. upstate New York, they're getting in the teens, and, like negative like yeah so we can't complain too much but you know it's all relative it's going to be anywhere from 68 to 72 degrees on that day <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> January 14 2023 we're around 68 to 72 degrees right yeah perfect day to be outside <laughs> it is it really is like like between 60 like 60 and 80 yeah. if it stays in between there you're good man yeah. that's a good day whether it's in winter like here or summer like up in upstate new york it's a good it's going to be a good day yeah, and if you have the sun out, you know, it's, it's always a good day. Um, even if it's a little, little on chiller side. That reminds me, and I know I brought up to you before, Joe. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm telling you along now. Um, a night event. Have you guys thought about that? Is it, like, more costly to do a night event, or is it just not your wheelhouse right now um i think so one one thing that we've learned by putting on cop state last year putting on enchantment this year i think one thing we really want to focus on is building one brand first uh okay. at a time um so doing copper state for sure we'll do we're obviously doing 2023 uh Perhaps there might be another event in 2023 from yeah. us, um, but if anything, we'll do Cup State 2024, and then we'll definitely look into a night event and 
see and and you know we have to do our market research we need to we need to gauge how viable those type of events are right and we have to have the the right venue there's a lot of things that go into the event planning um, including logistically how easy it is for our vendors right at copper state everyone got to drive onto the grass and actually unload so they're not carrying a keg a half row keg or multiple half row kegs around a whole football field um, so that's one thing that we always want to keep in mind is our vendor experience as well and if we can make it easy for them ultimately we're going to get more vendors and you know we've created some amazing relationships with a lot of our beer vendors brewery vendors facility vendors uh, for Copper State, and we continue. We'll continue to push that, and hopefully, we can create a different type of event, which it may be a night event. Yeah, that'd be fun, man. I mean, if anything, if you're gonna do like a like a summer event, yeah, it'd be it'd be nighttime. It has to be nighttime. We could do daytime. Even then, it, it might be too hot. <laughs> it might be too humid. That's the thing about like, cause like I work through shifts, mm -hmm. and during the day it's hot, it's a little bit humid, but at night the the sun goes away, but the humid the humidity stays yep. during the summer. So, and that's one thing I learned by living in uh, Arizona. Yeah, but the humidity does not go away at night. Just cause the sun goes down, it makes it worse actually because the sun isn't there to evaporate the yeah the water. Have you have you can I ask you a question? Is that okay? Have you been to any night events that you specifically like and, and why? Here in oh, Arizona? Yeah, one, just one. It was the uh, Making Beer Festival. It was at Scottsdale Stadium where the Giants play. Okay. And it was like in May. And it was a little bit warm, but it, it was still fun. Yeah. And they didn't just have, they had a lot of beer. Mm -hmm. They had, uh, of course, Hormel uh, sponsored it. And they had a lot of vendors that came through with bacon inspired, like little tasters. Yeah. So they had like chocolate covered bacon, or bacon, prawling, cinnamon, you know, sugar mm -hmm. coated, and all that stuff. <laughs> they had some uh, distilleries there. They had like bullet was there and a couple other ones. And the VIP experience, you got to go on the field. And they had, uh, but it was like distributors on the field. It wasn't like, like a beer, like. So yeah, you, you got to have some craft beer, but they were from like out of state and like even out of country imports and stuff mm -hmm. like that. That was the one time I went to a night event in uh, here in Arizona. Okay. And I've been to a few in, in California. Yeah. But they do have night events. The, the gala in February is a night event. The, the, to kick off uh, San Francisco Beer Week. Okay. Yeah. So night, night events are fun, man. That's the thing. Maybe you have to do it indoors, but then it costs more. And yeah. 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 Um, you always, you always gotta figure out that budget for sure. Yeah. And you guys are just starting, so like, maybe not this year, next year, maybe in like three or four years, five years, you, you guys will get there. Yeah. But I think, you guys, and you're right. I, I don't know if it's long or Joe mentioned it. It was a different vibe than some of the other beer festivals that I've been to here in, what, since I've been here in um, Arizona that have been sponsored by, you know, I, I don't want to call them out, but you know, the Guild. Mm -hmm. So it is a different vibe that I got from your event than the Guild events. I'm not saying it's better. Yeah, I'm saying no, apples and oranges. You know, so is it? Do you get that sense from the vendors too, or like I, you have to call out names because I know a few vendors, some breweries that you know might not to be 
might not be too happy with the kill right now, but did you get that same sense or is it mixed, mixed bag? Um, in, in comparing the comparing the different events, yeah, I'll be honest with you. I've I personally have never been a guild event. I've I've been trying to go to Strong Beer for years. I moved away for a while. Uh, I yeah. grew up in Arizona and moved away for pretty much my early drinking drinking years. I moved yeah. away. Uh, I've been to events where uh, the guild has been a beneficiary, and no complaints. Um, no, no, I'm not saying it's bad. Yeah, it's uh, from like a, a brewery perspective. Did you guys you get any feedback from them as far as being, hey, like, thank you for doing this. Like, I appreciate the way you guys run things. Um, yeah, yeah, or I think they've been mom. Like, they don't want to like step on any toes. No, no, no. To to Long's point, within our, our vendor surveys, we we got. A lot of positive feedback of course we also got some things where we can improve on and no one mentioned specifically right it wasn't oh yeah. you did this the guild didn't there was nothing like that it was just hey we appreciated what you did at your event here's some things that we would probably fine-tune and we've taken those notes and we'll definitely do that for our next event yeah I'll try to get there as, as best as possible but no not necessarily any true comparison it's just like you any backlash from the Go for doing an event. No, I, I feel like having an event like ours is only supports the craft beer community. I think so too. I don't so think it's, it's, it's only thing. a positive for yeah. not only the, the beer community but the wine community. We have again, there's so many wineries here in Arizona, and yeah. now people who, who live in Metro Phoenix do have to make a trek. So this would be an opportunity for folks to just drive over in 15, 20 minutes to to the festival to yeah. sample all these beer product, uh, beer, wine, and distilling products. So uh, we have. We support the guild, and I've actually been to a few guild events before too, and I've, and I've had a great time. So, nothing but love. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I think it, coexistence is great. Like, I'm not trying. I wasn't trying to like spark any type of rivalry between you and the guild. Yeah. I was just wondering if there was anything like as far as like the the breweries are concerned. I think your events and the guild events and anyone else who wants to hold events like i think uh what phoenix magazine just had the craft beer awards in, yeah. in glendale yeah they're the ones who hosted it they they asked the guild to be a part of it mm -hmm. but i mean if they want to do something anything to promote arizona craft beer i think is great for the state and so what you guys are doing i totally applaud you 100 percent support you happy you guys asked me to come back I'm gonna be. I'm gonna do even even more this year than I did last year. And there's a lot of beer in the state of Arizona that's recognized on a national level. Yes. The Great Beer, Great American Beer Festival, right? They've won gold, bronze, silver. Yeah. Uh, in this uh, own state. Yeah, like uh, uh, Saddle Mountain. Let's. Everyone talks about Red House winning gold for the yeah. Juicy Hazy. What about Saddle Mountain? Lazy always, G. Oh yeah, Lazy G. What about Saddle Mountain always winning? For their clandestine, their Scottish sale. I mean, they've they've won like what, like two, three goals, a couple bronzes. Like they've won like more, and and like a pedal house doc. He's won. Yeah. He's won for his beers. I mean, we have a lot of a lot world of and national world beers national beers that are making a lot of noise, uh -huh. winning a lot of awards, and and. People of Arizona should be very proud that it's in our backyard. Yeah. 
Any any uh, new uh, like couple new breweries that are going to be at this year's Copper State that weren't at last year's that you know of off the top of your head? Uh, more local or just in general? In general, recent like local. Like, since we were talking about Arizona, why not local? Yeah, yeah. You it's funny that you brought up Petal House. Petal House actually signed on this year as well. Nice. Um, we have Simple Machine, Kitsune, um, Fire yeah. Fire and Fury. You know these nice. were, these were a lot of the breweries. A lot well, Kitsune. You know, pretty pretty new, um, but a lot of them are these newer breweries within the last one, two to three years. That, um, like, I personally did my due diligence to reach out to literally all the Arizona craft breweries, or at least as many of them that I can find, right, to invite them to our event. Um, you know, we choose local first, and then we we definitely want to get other craft breweries involved for sure that that are out of state, right? Uh, yeah. We do. People, people want to try all types of beers, and we, yeah. we ultimately, there's no discrimination for us. Like, if you, if you want to try out-of-state beer, why not? Like, like if there's a brewery that you've been dying, especially a brewery who's been blowing up locally at some of these beer bars that people want to see at festivals, we're gonna try and get them out. Yeah, I agree, man. I mean, like. You want to service your customers, and just because you want to promote your craft beer doesn't mean it just should be local only. Like, like if, if you can bring them in, and it, it fits your vibe too. Like, you're not gonna have like Middle Light and Budweiser there. You're gonna have craft beer, craft and beer. you're gonna have craft food, and you're gonna have craft uh, whatever distilleries <laughs> and stuff like that. It, it, it's good. You have the uh, which boots craft there. Mm-hmm. Uh, this Bad boots. Are they coming back? B- bad Boots? Is that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, Bad Boots is coming back uh, boots, yeah. this year. June Shine is another. So, yeah, you know, we hit, it isn't, obviously, we call it Copper State Beer Fest. It, it, it isn't only breweries. Like I said, we don't we don't discriminate. We we understand that not everyone likes beer. Not everyone likes wine. Not everyone yeah. likes beer. It's uh, hard kombucha, what have you. So, we're we really equal opportunists. <laughs> you know, we, we want to provide options for everyone. Um, and that's, that is what our festival is all about. We want uh, someone yeah. to come and say, that was our hard-earned money well spent. And yeah, they're going to come, a, hopefully they're not going to wait no more than a couple minutes to get in the doors. And they're going to sample some of the best products across the, uh, across the U.S. If they have, happen to be hungry, they're going to eat some fantastic food. And they're going to leave thinking, damn, I had a great time. I can't wait to come back for yeah. 3.0. I think the ultimate goal is, like, we want to sell out in, like, five minutes. <laughs> sell out of beer? That would be a problem. Sell out of tickets like uh, to the to the event. Like that that'd be the ultimate goal. But you guys are building there. You, you guys are coming up, and I, I wish you the best of luck. And I hope you get there. Whether it's this year, next year, five years from now, just keep doing what you're doing. I'm 100% behind you guys. Keep going. I'm gonna always support you. And thank you for for hosting the event and inviting me to be along with you guys. Yeah, no, absolutely, Greg. And, and you know, I personally came across you on Instagram, I believe. And I, I, I think, if I remember correctly, I reached out to you. No, like, another thing that we're truly trying to do with our events is involve the local community. And that goes beyond just breweries, you know, beyond the actual alcohol industry who yeah. actually own an establishment. You know, podcasters, uh, the Beer Babes family, we're out here at this event for reason we want to involve the local community as much as possible at our events and we'll continue to do that um 
and you know maybe we'll reach a capacity to your earlier point um, at our current venue and if we do then maybe it's the second day event um, maybe Ooh, maybe yeah. it's a new venue but we have a maybe a night day event yeah. <laughs> we we just have a really good relationship with the city of Mesa and our venue there that is just logistically it's great for everyone and yeah I, I would say at the end of the day it might be a second day event if we do reach the sellout point that you mentioned earlier so we'll wait and see. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Long, for coming down and, and sitting with me. And uh, can't wait to see you guys in January. Yeah, we appreciate it. Thanks, thanks for having us. us. And we appreciate all the love and support. Cheers. Cheers, uh, brother. Cheers.